Hello, and welcome to AdLib Heroes. My name is Joey, and I'm a lifelong game master and storyteller. At our table today are... Hi, I'm TJ, and I play Kirith Odell. I'm Riley, I play Grimlock Seaspray. Hi, I'm Bev, and I play Olivia Fortier. Let's get back to the story. Previously on AdLib Heroes, Olivia, Grimlock, and Kirith have been protecting the village of Ferrisburg. They prepared traps and an ambush for the bandits who have been raiding the village for food at night. They made quick work of the ogre and the bandit captain. They made a deal with the surviving bandits to talk to their leader, Ludoc Iron Barrel, about the conspiracy that is affecting the bandits. So you guys have uh, let the... Are you letting all the remaining bandits or just the uh, half-drow one who was speaking for them head back to speak to Ludok? Iron Barrel. Should probably keep collateral, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I Tie up a bunch of the other ones or mm-hmm. like they don't I have weapons now. Take their weapons and yeah. we'll... Yithlos comes up and says, oh, one of the bodies is missing. I don't know where it went. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not asking. Yeah, if we, like, is... I mean, none of these guys were very strong. No, but... Uh, <laughs> Grimlock wouldn't know the context to what, to what he says. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know either. Do they have Weird. a stables? That might be a good place to... Uh, you're, there's outbuildings that you could... look. Yeah, looking around at, like, the townsfolk and the mercenaries and whatnot, it just... I think... There, there's shacks that only have yeah. one door out of them that you could put these guys in. I would like to take a crossbow because I don't actually have a good ranged weapon. Okay. Uh, is it a light crossbow or a It crossbow? is a light crossbow. Okay. I will look them over. Not the one that's broken. I'll take a crossbow. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, a light crossbow has a range of 80 for short range and 320 feet for long range and does 1d8 piercing damage. Okay. Plus your dexterity. Mm-hmm. Ooh, nice. For damage or just for attack? Uh, for both. So w- for attack, you get your dexterity and your right. proficiency bonus because bards can use... Simple hand... Simple or a hand crossbow. I don't actually like have... Like crossbows are simple. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Then yes. Okay. Um, all right. Um, I say we should pack up our camp from here. If Ar- we ha- already did that when we were pretending to leave. Oh, right. So... Let's just wait out outside the village because yeah. I don't think these people want me around anymore. The villagers are giving both Olivia and Kirith a wide breath. They yeah, let's go stand outside. Tell the tell the mercenaries what's going on and give them the give any of them the option to stay here and defend the village for the remainder of the week or come with us if they would like. Yeah, we'll go a ways off away. Okay. All right, so you guys head a little ways away. It would take probably about an hour to get to Chateau Lorne, so you wait for about an hour, or sorry, two and a half hours till about midnight. You're able to get in a short rest. So if you need to spend hit dice. I do. An ogre hit me with a tree. If you want to play a song of rest, I don't know if you've got that yet. Yeah, I do. Um, Yeah, I guess I can. Uh, So that means... You get Song of Rest. 
you're going to get extra from yeah. uh, Bev's Song of Rest or Olivia's Song of Rest. Oh, I was, I was upset with myself for uh. rolling the wrong die. Uh. <laughs> and of course, I rolled really high with the wrong die. Ready for a one? <laughs> uh, if you and friendly creatures who can hear your performance regain hit points at the end of a short rest by spending one or more hit die, each of those creatures regains an extra 1d6. Thank you. I rolled a one. Um, yeah, roll a d6 on top of that. And you get your con mod. Excellent. And you still have like three more d8s to roll if you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just finding my con mod. Okay, so five. Yeah, I, I should roll another one. And you get your con mod on every hit and every d8 you roll. Excellent. But not the d6. That's a one time. Yeah, you only get the one d6. can also heal you if that's a concern, but let's... Nope, I healed for 18. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Then we will save the spells. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hit dice are more valuable, to, or sorry, are less valuable than a healing spell, so... No yeah. way. Cool. I really like Bane. Yeah. Yeah. It is a very... Bane and Bless are... Two amazing spells. I I think bless is just a little bit better because mm. it doesn't have the saving throw to activate. But but charisma mm-hmm. is not a common saving throw that a lot of people are are good at. Mm. Yeah, depends. Depends. Mm-hmm. Um, just waiting. How many mercenaries come out with us? Like, how many people want to be a part of this? Uh so one of the mercenary. So the half elf mercenary who's Name is Brandon comes up. Okay. My fake Kirith. Your fake Kirith, Brandon. You're just here from here. I hand him a candy cigarette. Well, he says, uh, thanks, and takes it. <laughs> uh, just wanted to ask, do you want us to come to your meeting with the captain or um, the bandit captain? or What's the plan there? We'll likely be leaving directly from there for whatever we plan to do at the Dwarf Fortress. So if you want to come with us. Yeah, there's, there's I mean... We figure we could split half and half. Okay. And then Asher can stay here and Yeah, if, if I mean that crocodile lady can probably protect this town on her own. <laughs> probably don't let her hear you say Latin. Okay. Her if, head just like peers yeah. above the glass. <laughs> <laughs> Comes out of a slough nearby and <laughs> is that her name? Yithlos. Y- Yithlos. <laughs> I can and I will. <laughs> Grimlock. Good. Soon I will have the strength of an ogre. Yeah, that was the body that disappeared. (laughs) (laughs) Grimlock, if you want to go, let Asher know what's happening. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. So you head over to where Asher is surrounded by townsfolk, and you walk up, and one of the townsfolk is like, "Yeah, three cheers for Grimlock Seaspray." Give him the. the predator, like Dylan, you son of a bitch, yeah. like <laughs> arm wrestle in the air. Yeah. <laughs> Except you throw him to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> he went easy on me. It's it's okay. Um, so we're actually going to be splitting the mercenary forces. Okay. So we're going to leave some guys here with you. And we're yep. going to take um, some more to, um, we're going to be sieging another keep. Oh, okay. Yeah. So with six mercenaries? 
No, that's, that's probably enough. It'll probably probably be fine. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, uh, if you can just hold down the fort, uh, I'm actually going to take my going to take my trunk, so don't, you don't have to worry about watching it. No problem. Yeah. Cool. Thanks. So yeah, half of the mercenaries come out, come out and join you guys, and, mm-hmm. and the half drow comes running back up out of breath, panting. Okay, Ludok will meet you halfway between here and Chateau Lorne. Okay, let's go. Yep, round up all of the, the bandits and... Make See. our way. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are there... There would be nobility in the castle, correct? That's yes. why they have members of Lorne's family. Mm. Um, just on the way there, just try to take Olivia and Grimlock to the side and are you guys all right with this? I think this is like you know, if they want to try and get a foothold and not have to be you know, scum like this is the only chance that they really have to like get out of that cycle so I think it's worth it, worth the risk to give them a, a shot. Well and I think it's important for us to force the hand. If Adeline is going to take Nathaniel to court for these types of methods that he was using against her and her family, she should answer for the types of methods she's willing to use too. Okay. It is the middle of the night as you head towards... Uh, Chateau Lorne and when you are have been walking for about 30 minutes up ahead you see a dwarf standing between two hulking figures two ogres one on either side of him uh, the dwarf has branded on the center of his face so between his eyes across his forehead and down his cheeks uh, an X branded on his face Uh, You know what this means, Grimlock. This is someone who has been expelled from all dwarven fortresses, uh, usually for the murder of a non-dwarf within dwarven fortresses. So he would never be allowed to go into a dwarven fortress. And yeah, this is basically someone who has been permanently exiled. He's got a, a white beard and his equipment is better quality than the other bandits you've seen. And yeah, there are two big ogres with him, hulking on either side. I'll kind of gesture in his general direction. All that explains the company. (laughs) And as you get closer, he calls out, "Uh, Nulis said you wanted to speak with me? We wanted to know if you actually know who you're working with. Uh, so he kind of looks at, kind of looks over his shoulder at the ogres, and he's like, um, "Yeah, got to tear down walls." So. Not, not them. The man that came to you recently, that's uh, staying in the dwarven fortress. Oh, with the tabaxi. So he kind of looks at you, a little surprised that you know about the dwarven fortress. He says, uh, "Mr. Gergen." Yeah. So you don't know about him? N- no. What do I need to know about him? 
You're about to be double-crossed. He works for the Comptess. Huh. You're going to be scapegoated so that she can destroy the bandits in the area and ride in as the hero. Well, none of this is working out as I had hoped. Hmm. And I assume, so if he's with us, he knows how many we are, so the Comptess is going to... And our main advantage is we managed to steal all the arrows out of that castle. Hmm. Crap. You want to make him pay? How? How many men does he have down in that fortress? Uh, in that fortress? Well, he's got probably about six people who I would assume would stick with me. And then he's in there with, uh, with a few people he brought with him, a half-orc and a tabaxi. Lando and Roxy. Likely. Oh, and a big dog. Bruiser. Bruiser. <laughs> oh, I know how to name. <laughs> um, I, I'll be honest with you. I don't approve of your methods. I don't understand your reasons. But. I was going to make these dwarven lands again. I would rather... Everyone be honest about who they're dealing with and how they're dealing than hurting innocent people and lying about it. So if you wanted to, we could support going back to the fortress and at least making Mr. Gergen and his folk captors so that the Comptess would have to. Yeah, I've got, I got about 60 men and three more of these, and he kind of nods at the ogres. Sixty? Yeah. You're in for a fight. I, well, and we aren't doing too well on food, and it doesn't look like more is coming, is the guess I'm getting from you three. Yeah, you're not going to be stealing from that village anymore. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how long I can keep 60 men together when I don't have anything for them to eat. Well. I think we might be done here. Would it be possible to collaborate with the village and rather than stealing the food, like work together to form like a sovereign nation kind of thing? I mean, that's the plan once we have the castle. We become their new protectors. And then he kind of like leans forward and he's like, and he says to you in Dwarven, we'll have to kill the ogres, but. Yeah, that's. Yeah, they like, they, it's, they'll eat you out of house and home. Exactly. So they're just here as long as we need them. And then I'm going to put them down. Can I get insight on this guy's intentions? Yep. Uh, do you speak Dwarven? Uh, no. Okay. Just on what he said about becoming this yep. place's new protectors. Uh, only a 12. 12. Uh, he does believe that that's his, his plan. He's trying to basically take over this area. Um, again, there's an abandoned Dwarven fortress, and he's being kicked out of all Dwarven fortresses. Yeah. So...
I mean, there's not much difference between bandit warlords and the nobility, in my opinion, anyway. And like I said, it doesn't matter to the villages who they pay regular taxes to. I think for you and yours, honestly, if you capture Mr. Burger. Mr. Burger? Gergen? Gergen. <laughs> Mr. Gergen and Roxy and Lando, you might have a bargaining chip to get out of here. That you could set up that dwarven fortress as your home. Maybe, but might also just be. Uh, best case scenario, you get what you want. Second best, you and your 60 men can get out of here before an army comes on you. That sounds like something I'd be willing to negotiate. I, I honestly think you'll have to take them captor because I don't think our goodwill with the Comptus is holding. I, I agree. Well, and capturing them is just the best bet for your own safety anyway. So he said something in giantish to the two ogres. I don't know if any of you speak giant. Mm. You do? <laughs> All right. So he says to them, uh, he says, go back to the, go back to the old home. Make sure nobody leaves. If they try, you can eat them. <laughs> oh, giant ha- is a very simple language. Like <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Well, there's complex giant, but yeah, ogres have a very, very low IQ. They're basically like the least, the less version, the least version of hill giants. Ah, mm. okay. Mm. But yes, I don't understand. Grimlock yeah. is the only one who understands him. <laughs> so he says... I'm going to head back to my camp and get about half my men, and we're going to go see about capturing Mr. Gergen. Sounds like a plan. So what do you guys want to do? We could head up to Lorne's castle and tell his family. Tell his family that these ogres and everything, if they can get a witness there in time... At the very least, letting them know what will happen will have them. They could mark the mercenaries remaining as militia of theirs so that they defended the town and they don't need the Comtesse. It might be another out for... He's walking away towards his camp to... Yeah, he's heading back to his camp. That, yep. would, act, that would actually like get us some pretty, pretty good standing with them. Kind of puts everything in their hand, but realistically like keeping a sovereign nation uh, well, sandwiched in sovereign. between two kingdoms is well would be hard well this is all one kingdom it wouldn't be a nation it would just be a different keep accepting taxes mm, yeah. okay. but Lorne is going to be going to the courts for using monstrous and cultish forces to gain advantage and for, yeah Comtesse Adeline is doing the exact same thing. Yeah. She'll probably just feign ignorance. I don't know what my spy master does, blah, 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 blah. But at least it would give Lauren's family some. Mm -hmm. And depending on, I don't know any of the spies well enough. I don't know Roxy or 
Emil well enough. <sighs> I don't know their intentions, if they're loyal to the death or if they're loyal to themselves, but they might even testify against. Or they'll be executed and be Fall happy to have served their comptus. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Either way, w- at least one bastard will get what's coming to them. I don't really trust this um, leader of these dwarves. Landock Iron Barrel? Yeah, Landock Iron Barrel. He scares me, to be honest. Or sorry, Ludic Iron Barrel. Sorry. Ludic. He scares me. And he could get 60 people together to do something. Yeah. Um, I'm worried that if he actually gets control, he'll just be a warlord. Yeah. But I don't see that as any different than what the Comptus is doing just out in the open. Mm-hmm. And if he does that out in the open, he doesn't strike me as as sly as Emil and Adeline. So the crown will come down on him. Yeah. Um, the um, the stuff that he was saying in uh, in other languages that you can that you can understand, they were in line with like what he was saying. It wasn't mm. uh, to to deceive you guys. It was. Basically, to communicate with the with the ogres and to not communicate with the ogres. Okay. Yeah, yeah I think let's let's go to Lauren's family. This is Grimlock Sea Spray. Joey's novel True Son of the Empire is on Amazon as a soft cover or ebook. Hey, this is Kareth from AdLib Heroes, and if you like Dungeons and & Dragons and heavy metal, be sure to follow the contributing artist who wrote our intro and outro, Balragath, on all of their social media and their Bandcamp. Okay, So you continue up the road towards Chateau Lorne. It is a defensible little keep that is, uh, it has a river flowing around it to form a moat. Uh, the drawbridge is up and is heavily dented like someone threw a bunch of boulders at it. <laughs> uh, there is an encampment that looks like it could hold about 80 men. Uh, part of it has being mobilized right now. Uh, and there are three more ogres sitting around the castle. And every once in a while, one of them will start laughing and huck another boulder at the walls, even though it's not bringing them down. <laughs> Do we let... Um, Maybe we wait for them to fully mobilize and leave before we try to hail someone? Potentially. You wanted to see if any of these guys wanted to be absolved, though, into a militia for Lawrence people? I mean, that's that's up to that's up to them and up to these guys. If, if the plan is to just let Lawrence people know exactly what's going on and let them let the nobles fight amongst themselves and deal with it, I think the village is as safe as it's going to get at this point. Yeah. And with the villagers all with Jivik, and now they have a connection with Asher and Jivik, hopefully these innocent people have some champions. Mm-hmm. The, um, we're not going to be able to like wait out these ogres, though. Like they're they're no, staying they, here until... I th- 
Ludok said he was mobilizing his camp and leaving. He said he was taking half of them to go. Oh, half of them. To go capture Mr. Gergen. Right. Hmm. Do I know of any different entrances or anything through my parents' work? Uh, so it is not common that you would advertise an entrance. Yeah. So it is a DC-17 investigation check. Um, I have a backup plan if this fails. Intuition through, like, seeing... Nine on investigation. Okay. Could I use, like, intuition of, like, what would make sense via masonry, maybe? Yeah, you can make a masonry check and... And that is just my... Intelligence and your proficiency bonus for this. Thank you. And it is stone cutting, so your dwarven stone advantage. Okay. Let me just look that up really quick. The weird feet thing that dwarves get that is obviously early design that they didn't, they figured out better versions of other stuff later. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I think it's halflings who get like that you can hide behind a party. A, a larger part of the halfling luck ability where you can re-roll a one oh, is amazing. Yeah. Okay, stone cutting. Um Okay, so I'm considered proficient and add okay. double the proficiency to the check. Okay, so it's okay. just double Four proficiency plus. bonus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. It's like the uh the rogue expertise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right, so 20. 20. So as you're looking at it, this would be a difficult castle to build a tunnel out of because it's already pretty low and it's got the river on either side. Uh, you are probably looking for uh, a like a grade or an outbuilding a little further out, but it's it would be a difficult place to put an escape tunnel. Anyone trying to escape would probably try to come down the wall uh, that is not facing the encampment or the road. Oh, okay. Take, take a river and then probably use uh, a boat to get in and out secretly. Mm-hmm. Okay. I so can it. just go talk to them. I can get in. I can't get you guys in. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Okay. I turn into an owl. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's Uh, too bad you still didn't have Nathaniel's sword. Right. (laughs) But how big of an owl? Normal size or Reginald size? Uh, (laughs) I can only turn into CR1 creatures, so I don't know how tough a giant owl is. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not sure. I'd have to look it up. But... Uh, can I see guards or any staff? You can see people on the walls, yeah. Okay, I will try to land away from them. Okay. And change back. Okay, so are you landing in the courtyard or on the wall? Uh, on the wall, I don't want to... Okay. And I'll, appro- and I'll like, call and yeah. hand, hands up and just, I wish to parlay. Oh, 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 okay, says the guard. <laughs> Did an ogre throw you up here? What's going on? Uh, I scaled the wall. Oh, oh yeah, you're you're one of those tree elves, right? Yes, technically. All right, uh, I'll I'll take you to Peter. 
that's your commander? Uh, that's, uh, that's the steward. I guess I also look like a bandit yeah. too. So. <laughs> that, that's, that's our steward. Great. So he, I'll, I'll wait here. Oh, 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 you can come inside. Oh, you'll, uh, I would feel better not being surrounded by your men. Oh, right. Cause yeah. <laughs> I'll come down to the courtyard. Yeah, sure. So he'll show a little bit of trust. He leads you like down through the tower, the, mm-hmm. the spiraling staircase. That's a little oppressive brings you out into the courtyard and you can see that there are a few like tents set up in the courtyard, people who are close by who are now camping in the castle mm-hmm. courtyard. Uh, after a few minutes, out comes a large barrel-chested man, probably about 15 years older than Lord Nathaniel, who you previously met, but you can see the family resemblance. And he has a long sword that is belted to his housecoat. And yeah, he's, he's standing there wearing boots that aren't entirely laced up. <laughs> You are? Uh, I'm uh, Peter Lorne. I'm the steward of the castle okay, and heir to the Lorne title. So then currently while Nathaniel Lorne is indisposed, you, I would presume, have command over his lands and his forces? Yes, I do. Perfect. You're exactly the man I need to speak to. (sighs) So, as you've noticed, bandits, what have you, some force has allied with the ogres to attack you here? Yeah. Um, I am, when I say parlay, I'm not actually representative of any of those forces. Okay. Uh, but I can now see why you didn't send men out to defend your villages. They've also been raiding nearby villages for food. Not surprised. Um, Forsberg? Ferrisburg? Ferrisburg, yeah. That was the closest village. I was hired to defend that village. Okay. Uh, myself and a group of mercenaries fought off the bandits from there. We also found their, uh, well, their base of operations. Okay. Uh, they're operating outside, out of a small dwarven fortress in the woods. Okay. Uh, be- abandoned. However, yeah. this is the important part, and I'm sharing this with you. Under, I'm going to tell you why I'm sharing this with you so that you can at least... Tr- Trust that I have no stake in this. The village is safe now. The bandits will not be returning. Thank you. I, I have no stake in your holdings or the Comptesses, and I bring her up for a very important reason. Her spymaster was funding and working with the bandits. They were going to come in proving that your men could not defend their territories. The Comptess would ta- then take over by force, ousting the bandits. Mm. Now, the bandits are aware of the three people with them working for the Comptes and are there going there to capture those three men, those three those three spies. Okay. Do what you will with that information. I don't. I don't care who controls these lands. I don't care who the peasants have to pay taxes to, as long as Ferrisburg stays safe. All right. Well, uh, I'm. Happy to hear Ferrisburg is safe. It's an important holding. Um, and now you have a little bit of a little bit of leverage against the Comtesse when she when her forces come, probably in the next day or two. So, what if I told you I was putting 
a 200 gold bounty on the head of her spy master to have him delivered to me alive. I think that that's some information that the, uh, Former, ve- the uh, dwarven commander who's going to capture him would probably like. Mm-hmm. Could probably endear those forces. That, uh, that sounds like my best route out of this to me. As, eh, if, if, you, if he's brought in alive and he can be made to testify again about what he said, all the better for me. I... Would you be willing to deliver this message to me to the bandits? I'll talk to my men. Okay. What will this cost me? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take a hundred gold up front. <sighs> okay. Stick it to him. <laughs> <laughs> so he nods to one of the the actually dress guards near him who runs inside and comes back out and hands you a a pouch with a hundred gold in it, mostly in very small denomination coins, but (laughs) hands me 1000 silver. Yeah. (laughs) Petty. Great. You, Uh, you know, everything I know. Okay. The, uh, your conflict Oh, by the way, your your lord is being kept in her keep at the moment for his they, crimes. They sent word. Um, I um, I was planning to hand over evidence, but now I'm as, not so sure that as long as your your villagers and your commoners don't get in the way or aren't treated as collateral in this, this has now entered the political. Realm, this is now a court battle for you. Yeah, my, my well, my plan was to let them have my nephew and then I inherit these lands. <laughs> Great. You can't be any worse than he is. Probably just as bad, but you can't be any worse. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't a compliment. I didn't feel like it was. Uh, we can't open the drawbridge to let that's you fine. out. So I'm you'll an have owl. to go back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine, I'm an owl. <laughs> that's fine. And I just turn it, I jump and turn into a bird and flap yeah. off. <laughs> there, there's like, they're rattling their weapons and staring at you. It's like, hold. <laughs> Don't waste the last three arrows on that guy. Okay. <laughs> and I'll land and, ugh. They know. Um, everything we know. Um, <laughs> dude over there was, is, I don't know, Nathan, Nathaniel's uncle or something. I don't, I wasn't paying attention, uh, but he's the heir and he was going to just sell his family out to na- then rule over the Lauren lands himself, um, <laughs> hand over evidence, even though I'm sure he was just as involved. Uh, but whatever he is offering a 200 gold bounty for the delivery of the meal to him. And then they have leverage against the Comtus having leverage with Lorne. The battle hopefully enters the royal courts and is yeah. no longer fought in the homes of innocent civilians. Mm-hmm. So we get that. We just, we get the information about the bounty to uh, Ludoc and 
let them deal with it, or we can try to do it. We can try to get that. So Ludok is organizing his men, and this is very familiar to the two of you who have served in the army. Uh, it like it is a standard march he's organizing. They will be at the Iron Keep in about 90 minutes. You guys could get there in 20. I don't, I don't know if we can take that fight on our own without Ludok bringing information to his men. Mm-hmm. The one thing is, I think Emil and the others would be better treated by us if we were to capture them. I mean, they won't they won't be killed if we let Ludok know about the bounty. That's true. And we could... And they kind of deserve a beating at this point. <laughs> Only thing is, what if Emil knows they're made and escapes? Then he's already, then he's already escaped. Yeah. So do we just head tonight to Relu, tell Ludok, and, and head at least get to... Red smoke in. Something feels off about that. I would at least like to. Part of me wants to see this through, but I also understand not wanting to be seen as part of the bandits capturing a meal. Mm-hmm. But I want him to see my face. I want him to know that I did it. Okay. But that's that's just my pride, and I've swallowed it a thousand times before. I'm concerned about our freedom of movement in the Comtesse's lands and lands beyond if, if we continually they know sh- that we show ourselves to be a thorn in their side. That's the smart choice, yeah. and you're right. And um, um, she has a family to consider, too. Like They may not be able to catch us, but like they have an institution. You're right. Yeah, I agree. Mm. Plus, it wouldn't hurt to have a... Uh, Clearly reckless, crazy guy kind of rooting for us. He might pull some strings that are a little unreasonable. Mm-hmm. I don't know all of the things that could turn out from this, but, and I don't trust Ludok any more than I trust the nobility, but most of his men are just against the, the nobles. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. think that they... Like, there's a reason they were taking the food and, like, gave even when you were being blustery. They took, se- they gave you several chances. That's true. They weren't, they weren't ruthless and torturous. Shot okay. at my feet. Yeah. So, I guess I'll go tell Ludok about the bounty, make sure that Emil gets there alive and yep. then at least the nobles can have their petty squabbles away from our people. Hmm. Hey guys, Olivia here. Don't forget to rate and review our podcast on your favorite podcasting app. It'll help other people find our show. This is Grimlock Seaspray, and my sensei always said to follow us on social media. Uh, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at AdLibHeroes. Do I get inspiration for that? Okay. So yeah, you find Luduck who is talking to some of his underlings, sending them around. And Do you guys want to come with me for that or? Sure. Yeah. Kay. Yeah. 
<laughs> can't let down the drawbridge. I'm a bird. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, that was both my wild shapes <laughs> for the day, but whatever. <laughs> it was worth it to make him uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, very. Uh, yeah. Yes, hail, hail down the... Yeah. So he's like, oh, uh, yeah. Um, so between your, what, 30 men here? Yep. And some not men? Well, I'm going to leave three of them here and then take the other two. Well, I've got the other two already at Iron Keep. And you told us what he said about the... Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to... I trust what you said about the uh, the big guys to my friend here. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll solve that problem pretty quick here because I think we need to disperse. The uh, man in the keep mm-hmm. uh, just overheard this, has offered a 200 gold bounty for Mr. Gergen and any of his affiliates to be brought in alive to be able to testify. Oh, well, that is excellent news. And, uh, like, beyond that, we never met. You know, for a bad night, you're making things a lot easier for me. (laughs) Good. I mean... Keep the the peasantry in mind. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think we need to deal with our big problem pretty quickly here. And he kind of motions to the ogres. Great. You know. I like rest my hand on the pommel of my sword like pretty quickly. Um, Well, I was figuring I would go, I would capture, capture Mr. Gergen, and then I would send out a group of 25 guys with one of them. Ah, okay. And then see how that turns out. And I don't know if you know, they dumb. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great. So you should be able to handle this. And once you get back here, you and their forces should be able to handle the rest of them. Yeah. Another a safer method of dispatch might be kind of a Rube Goldberg um, trap with like a bunch of rocks or large <laughs> trees or something to dispatch them yeah i mean if i could get the oil back into the but so we've got some traps in the in the fortress but unfortunately there's a mimic blocking the way no we killed that oh purposefully and not by mistake no one (laughs) accidentally touched a door i have never met a group of people who are always Good news, bad news, <laughs> like you three are for me. <laughs> You're so welcome. We got some good news and some bad news. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, yeah, we'll deal with that problem, and uh, I'm going to have to have my men scatter. Yeah. Great. Because if the Comptess is coming, I'm assuming she's coming in the next couple of days. So, yeah. I s- Well, I'd see that as an absolute win, and you'll have a little bit of money to fund yourself for a little bit. Mm-hmm. So he takes his men and he starts heading off. I think we, I when it's just the three of us, I think we take these six guys who came with us back to the village, mm-hmm. tell everyone we're going to sleep, and I think we leave tonight. Yeah. 
let them let Asher know what's going on and yeah, he can Asher command can the, he can command the mercenaries as he sees fit for the rest of the week and the crucible saved the day. Mm-hmm. The crucible could always use more allies. That's, at least at least that's what Grandmaster said. And that what my master said. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, and maybe Jivik will have some new followers. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. So you head back to Ferrisburg while uh, Ludic Iron Barrel marches to the Iron Keep. And you find, again, you're, the town is still staying in ambush mode right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But as you start to get close to the town, you hear an owl sound very loud through the air. <laughs> Damn, I used up all my owl, mo- <laughs> uh, my owl form. <laughs> I hoop back to Sarah. And so, yeah, you enter the town and... I'll stay by the edge of town. Just yeah. I, you guys can deal with this. Okay. So, yeah, your mercs start going through town and Asher comes and says, uh, how'd things go at the castle? They're good. Everything is uh, going according to plan. Uh, we have these, these remaining guards. Uh, just keep your... Keep your head down and just, you know, we'll chalk this one up as uh, a win for the crucible and a win for the people. And oh yeah, they've uh, they've asked me if I'd be willing to open a dojo here. So, networking, mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah, so I mean, there's a place for us here if you ever need it. I will return. Just so that you know, uh, Asher, we're not certain if these lands will remain Lorn lands or be taken over by the Comtesse. I mean, the human ruler doesn't really matter. My, I'm going to make sure that these people can't be overrun by bandits again. Exactly. But I mean, if I can get them at least half as good as Grimlock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I think... Uh, I, we're not sure how it's going to play out, but we've set in... We've wound up both the little toys, and we'll see how they bash out in the end, but... That's, I think, all we can do. Yeah. Well, I'm going to do what I can for the people here. I mean, if I stick around for only like five years, I'm sure I'll have someone trained up well enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'll be over in a blink of an eye. Mm-hmm. You got the mercenaries till the end of the week, too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think that that scary crocodile lady. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm just hanging out with Yithlaws at the yeah. at the edge of town. It's like no one wants to talk to me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they like me a lot. Uh, you want uh, some pork? Is it long pork? <laughs> it's big pork. <laughs> <laughs> Tend not to eat raw meat. <laughs> mm, it's happy making. <laughs> yeah, there it is. <laughs> I my my like stomach isn't in wolf mode right now. I yeah. don't have the enzymes. To, if I change into a wolf, I could do it. But <laughs> You can change into a wolf? I'm a witch. That's cool. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> You're cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty pleased with my life. You're scary making. Thank in you. In a fight. Like, Thank you very much. <laughs> I like that this is the sort of person that Keith usually <laughs> becomes friends with. Yeah. 
I'll head to the temp, the small church of Paylor, yep. and if I can get inside and get up to the bell yep. tower, and just kind of lean out the bell tower window. Yeah. Just hey, Sarah. Yeah. What's up? I think we're gonna be heading out. Sounds like um, Asher will be staying, but uh, if you end up traveling around and and that sort of thing, my family's in Abilant. Okay. And you can always stop in there. My my parents are caught cartographers and can always teach a few things but if this is something you're thinking you're going to be doing then you know right cartography or if you're going to travel around at all oh huh i hadn't even thought of that you can always yeah that's where my family's from and i'm hoping i stay in contact with these two guys but if ever you need anything Asher will always probably contact Grimlock. Grimlock, yeah. but yeah, I think Asher's planning to stay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Cool. Awesome. Also, don't. I know that it might be tempting. Don't go to that fortress alone. Yeah, I mean the dwarven one. I'm it. It is always being a dangerous place. Mm-hmm. Like. Something will always nest in there. Yeah. <laughs> there are doors that will try to eat you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Okay. Well, it was great meeting you. Nice to meet you too. And I will head back down. Okay. To the edge of town. <laughs> and then you guys are sneaking off in the night, so you're not here when... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I, Olivia thinks that's for the best. <laughs> <laughs> Or do you take a, a long rest and then owl back to the castle just so you can see a meal? I mean, it's I just did sh- this. Only me. I did this but to I you. Did it. uh, it's a short rest for me to get my wild shapes oh. back. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll turn into a horse. I'll, I'll, I'll catch up with you guys. I promise. No, I'll, I'll leave with them. Okay. Yeah. I guess we'll just head until we're kind of a ways away from. Far enough away that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we've been we've been up for a bit. <laughs> yeah. So you're camping in the woods between Avalon and Harrisburg. Uh, uh, can we go north? Can we just go straight to Ralu? Uh, so if you are walking through the night, heading to Ralu, you'd get there at noon the next day. You'd probably have a level of exhaustion, but if you oh I, well, I mean, like, still make camp, but like. Oh, okay. Head, would it be going through Avalon to head to Ralu anyway? Uh, so. It, you can take the, the, there isn't a road that leads directly from right. Ferrisburg to Gralu. Most of the roads head back to Avalont because right. if you're looking at the map here, okay, yeah, yeah. there is the big bridge by Avalont, which you usually need. So you're over here in these woods. Okay. And we'd need to cross the river. We need to cross the big river. Okay. So yeah, we'd have to, we have to head back to Olivia's hometown. I should anyway. make sure that uh, we have a copy of this map up on socials. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. I guess head back to Abulon. Okay. Yeah, we'll just camp in the woods or something, though. <sighs> yeah. Because my parents think... Last thing I told them is I was heading to Raylu to study with Immerse. I didn't even tell them that we were taking this detour. I am a bad daughter, or a good daughter. They can at least, you know... Wasn't the last thing your dad said to you that if you could make a hundred gold in a month, you should? Oh, right. You guys didn't make any money. I started <laughs> <laughs> you each get 33 gold. 
So yeah, if you camp in the woods, then you can be at Gralu the and the Red Smoke Inn the following evening. That's walking, of course. Yes. I think we'll walk. We'll try to be inc- inconspicuous. Yeah. And camp off the side of the road and everything. Yeah, kind of skirt the edge of Avalont. And yes. So we get a long rest. Mm-hmm. And you all gain a level. So now you are level five. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, Joey. Yes. Would you like to roll a D8 for my HP? If I did, it would be a one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. One less than I got. I got an eight. Nice. Go. I got a one, so I'll take my Joey roll. It's a six. Perfect. The Joey giveth and the Joeyeth taketh away. <laughs> Our proficiency bonus goes up. Yeah. And, yeah, five tends to be a pretty good level. For most people. Third level spells. Oh, my goodness. And we can call it there today. I assume you guys are going to be staying at the Red Smoke Inn in Gralu. So we'll talk to Rex next time. Yeah. Sick. All of my saving throws are so bad except for wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, this is Rox from Adlib Piros. Buy a pipe. What do you mean where? At the Red Smoke Inn. Shut up, just buy a pipe. <laughs> <laughs>